what's going on? It's Jesse Lee. Call me hashtag Boss Lee or the People's Mentor. And this is episode 255 of the show where I interview Jen, who is one of our leaders. And it's a really great interview. And by the way, I interview Jen as a lie. Jen interviews me and it's really, really powerful. She's in a stage of her business where a lot of things are shifting and she's trying to make some major leaps to change her life. And we walk through all of that. So I think this is going to be beneficial for a lot of you. It's short, it's sweet, it's to the point, and it's really, really power-packed. So uh, today is Monday, and y'all know Money Monday is what happens on Mondays. And so today's winner of 255 US dollars, you have 24 hours to DM me, tag me in your Instagram story, and tag some friends. Is let's see, Rock D Z Z Z Brighten and Brighten. Good lord, my mouth. Brighten your day and listen and learn. Five stars. Jesse Lee lays out tips and tricks to be better in business. And I believe this isn't just for MLM, but any business goal or area of life you want to improve in. She's all about being real and treating people the same way. She's always full of the best, most pure energy that lights my day up every day. I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for your five-star review. If you want a chance to earn, win, whatever you want to call it, money every single Monday, make sure you also leave a review wherever you are listening to this, a five-star review specifically. Make sure you also put it in your story. So screenshot this episode when you end up loving it, which I know you will. Put it in your story, tag me, tag some friends, and let's get this party started. As always, I post a lot on Instagram and I'm going to start doing a lot of giveaways there. So make sure you're commenting on every photo, sharing the ones that you think are applicable because I'm also pinning the top three comments for clout every day. So the best comments on every single post, there are three of you who will be pinned. So I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. And if you want me to train you or your team for free, all you need to do is have at least 30 people on a Zoom live and email ask, A-S-K, Lee at gmail.com. Again, ask Lee at gmail.com. Any topic you want, I will train your team on as long as you can have 30 or more people. Love you guys. Appreciate you guys. Enjoy episode 255 of the show. Yeah, I would, I would much rather be busy than broke, but it has been a crazy week. It has been uh, a lot of promos, which means a lot of extra calls, which, you know, whatever. Positive, positive problems. That's the way I like to look at that, Jen, so. <laughs> right, I'm excited about all of it. <laughs> okay, so I just have some questions that I thought, you know, some of these I may already know about you, but I thought, you know, it would be good for our audience to learn as well. Okay. So... Um, the first one, when did you first realize that network marketing was a legitimate way to earn an income? I mean, honestly, pretty quickly. And the reason I say that is because I made money pretty quickly. Um, I made money out of desperation though. So I don't want to like get it twisted. It wasn't easy. It was just, I put in a ton of energy right up front. And so I made not Jesse Lee money, but I was making a couple hundred dollars like, pretty fast. And it's interesting because, um, this is something I haven't told anyone yet because it just happened, but my little brother joined an MLM because of coronavirus. I guess he's on welfare or whatever. Cause he got laid off and, uh, he's like, I can't do this. I'm not a welfare queen. I'm like, okay, well you can do what I do, you know? And he's like, he didn't want to join and do what we need. He didn't want to sell ketones. I'm like, whatever. So he's, <laughs> but my point being, you know, he's in that stage now where it's grind, grind, grind. He messaged me and said, will you please be one of my customers? I need one more customer to promote. And then he apologized. I'm so sorry. I asked you, I said, why are you apologizing for literally for asking for a sale? That's what I do all day, every day and teach people to do. So anyway, my right. point being, you know, he's, all of four days in business about to get his first promotion in whatever company he's in. And, and he's, he's happy, he's excited. And and I'm super proud of him because you know, that's my baby brother. But I think it's cool because I, I really was one of those people who, um, 
you know, I, I realized it was pretty legitimate really quickly. I didn't know that you could make money like this, but I knew it was legitimate. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Awesome. Okay. So let's shift it to our company. When did you realize this was where you were meant to be? Um, I wasn't sure until maybe like 18 months in, to be honest, uh, mostly because I feel like I was being tested by a lot of other leaders in the company. I felt like I was being tested even and not in a bad way by our CEO, but just, I think he had been burned so many times in the past by so many people. And so he was very like, Whoa, Hey, hey Whoa, is she really going to do it or whatever? Uh, and then it was like more and more as other people that I loved and cared about were winning and it became really the company where winners who hadn't won were starting to win. I was like, this is it. You know, there's nothing else like this. And, you know, here we are. So it took a while. And then once the undeniable, once the undeniable became undeniable, you know, we really started to explode. And so uh, it was really when my belief went to that next level that we as a team went to the next level. Um, one of my, actually my newest promoters just messaged me the other day and she said, um, how amazing it is that they want us to like grow as people. It's not all about push the sales, push the sales, make the money. Like they want us to actually grow into the best version of ourselves. And I know not a lot of companies are like that. They are all about the sale and that's just totally not what this is like. And I think that's what makes everybody like so successful that is willing to plug in and, you know, really dive into the community. So definitely love where we're at. Okay. What makes our company stand out from other companies? Uh, A lot of things for me. Uh, First of all, the culture is very different. The culture is very actually accepting, which I know might sound crazy, but that's a real thing. There's a lot of people who will say, oh, come as you are. You'll fit in. And, and it's literally not true. So uh, I say that because that really, well, specifically speaking, our team is very like that. Um, I love that our compensation plan rewards people who actually are just trying, right? Those, those new people are going to make money right off the bat. Um, I love our education. Leading with education is very big because it allows people to have confidence behind their product. I love our CEO. I really do. It's one of my favorite people on earth. So there's that. Um, I love our product. Having a product that has nine patents makes it easier to build. I actually just love that our product actually tastes good. Like that's a really big benefit that people don't talk about, but it's a big benefit. Um, There's a lot of like little stuff like that that has made it just such a positive experience for me. Um, and for so many other people, but I just, it just feels right. And I, I mean, I, I don't ever try to spend my time trying to convince anybody to do anything, but I would say find a company that feels good to you. That, that intuition that's calling you towards something that's real. And I would suggest you don't ignore that. A lot of people ignore that. And I don't recommend ignoring that. Yeah. That's after, uh, at the first event, the first time I heard our CEO speak on stage, like that was it for me. Like he just, he was so genuine and I was like, oh my gosh, this is exactly where I want to be. Yeah. <laughs> like he's an amazing man. <laughs> well, it just feels different. When you know something feels different, that's when I always say like step into that. Right. Yeah. Like the last company I was with, like there wasn't any of what we have here, like not even close. And I don't know. I just, I never felt this way about anything before. So (laughs) I know I'm in the right place too. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about the empire. So what makes our personal team different than other teams? 
Oh, God. I don't know everything. Like, I know that sounds crazy. But um, I... I just feel like everything's different. We're almost like a company inside of a company. Something that is really important to me and really speaks to me. And I think the way we build is that it really is a come as you are, come as you are kind of team. Um, And there's a lot of people who will say that, but then it's like, oh, you're too loud. Oh, you're too, like, uh, this is going to sound so crazy. People who are listening to this and like, maybe don't know me yet. Uh, I was fighting with somebody on my public wall who's a multimillionaire who has a team of 500,000 people worldwide. And he was racist on my wall. And I kept thinking to myself, like, you have a team with black people on it, you racist turd, right? And so I just kept thinking, if you can't be black on his team, all right, you're not allowed to be black. Are you not allowed to be Hispanic? Are you not allowed to be Asian? Are you not allowed to be, you know, young, old? Like, you just have to be a 40-year-old white man to be on your team. Um, And that might sound really aggressive. I don't know who's watching this or listening, but that drives me crazy because, like, Whoever you are, I want you to have a safe environment. I want you to come as you are. I want you to be that authentic version of yourself. I want you to step into your your own power. I don't want you to be a duplicate of me. I want you to be you. And that's not normal. That's just not normal. It should be normal, but it's not normal in this perfect. It's not normal in this world. People judge people based off of their names or the color of their skin or their gender or their sexual orientation. And look at our team. I was having a conversation with a top earner who is a black man in another company. And he's like, I love your team. And I love that you call yourself the people's mentor. I said, what do you mean by that? He said, it's like I look at your team and it's so real. You have every color of the rainbow on your team. You're so diverse. You're so whoever you are. Like, I love the human race. He's like, and people can feel that. He's like, you're mentoring anybody who wants to listen. He's like, that's very different than most people who are making millions of dollars in network marketing. He's like, there's a reason that's your nickname. I'm like, oh, I like that. Thank you for saying that. But, um, I think that makes our team different. I think the recognition on our team makes us different. I think our world-class training makes our team different. I think our systems make it different. Um, I think incentives we run make it different. I think really it's easier to say what's the same. Like I know it's a bold statement, but like it's easier to say what makes us the same. And that would be every team inside of this company has the same compensation plan. That's it. I love that. That's so sassy, but like, so real. You just feel the love, like, and everybody loves everybody, you know, at our events. Like, it's, I'm I'm so, I can't wait to have another one. It's been too long. I was was just on a, um, I was just on a, uh, like an online virtual event training, whatever, for like a big trainer. I was so bored. It just made me want Empire You so bad. Yeah. Oh, I know. Like, hopefully soon. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So let me see here. We know that to be really successful, you need to build a team. So what advice would you give a leader who has built a team, but their team is not really taking action yet? My first thing would be give people some time. You know, everybody's at a different stage of their book. Some of us are on chapter one. Some of us are on chapter 400, you know? So that would be my first thing is just give people patience and time and grace. My next thing would just be please really genuinely lead with education because when you actually lead with education, people can tell, they can feel that. Um, And I would say make sure you're leading from the front. 
You know, you sometimes need to be the one for a long time before other people start stepping up into their power. So that can be frustrating. That's a frustrating stage of business to feel like you're the one who's body dragging people. Uh, But that's real. That's reality. I've even been there. I was there for years where I'm like, I'm the only one selling. I'm the only one recruiting. Right. True. But there's going to be a time when you're not feeling like that because there's going to be a time when you've got the people who are also building with you. You can actually take the week, the month, the year off. Um, I'm nowhere near taking the year off, but I will tell you there's definitely days where if I didn't want to touch my business, I could. I could get away with it. Yeah. Okay, so let me ask you this then. Um, It seems like confidence and belief are like the two biggest things that people struggle with. Okay. Like what would you recommend a book, a podcast, something to like, I, I just finished reading this one book, girl on fire, actually that you sent me. And I thought it was amazing for confidence. And I like told anybody that would listen, like, if you struggle with that, you need to read this book. Are there any others that come to your mind that are really good for confidence or smashing those limiting beliefs? So podcast, listen to the people's mentor. <laughs> Uh, no, I do have some confidence podcasts for sure. But, um, so this is actually something that I, I struggled with charisma. I didn't struggle with confidence. So as much as I was beat down as a child, I think that that made me just stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. So I don't personally have a book for, I love that you gave them a book though, girl on fire that I, that I bought for you. Uh, that's, that's, that's awesome. It's just, um, I think more so it's almost like my, weaknesses were more around shame like feeling shame for me being who I am or stepping into my power or etc whatever um and so like I love a lot of Brene Brown stuff when it comes to shame she just speaks right to my soul it's like you know I love it uh but confidence I don't know the confidence code is a book that a lot of people talk about when they when they refer to needing books on confidence so maybe that one uh and then you know like the ones that are like unf yourself or you know you are a badass or whatever those kinds of books sure you know uh you can read those I like I remember reading the you are a badass book by Jen Sincero and being like this is so stupid because it do- it's not me like I don't I don't need you to tell me I'm awesome I'm fully aware I'm awesome I just sometimes am worried I'm too awesome like I don't know if that sounds psychotic or not but I feel too powerful sometimes and I feel like it's a shame thing I don't have the confidence issue so but but for but everybody loved it everyone's like oh my gosh now I have permission to be awesome I'm like you always had permission. So like that, that doesn't resonate with me. Um, so I don't, I wouldn't have necessarily a, a resource for that, but I would just say, get around people in general who do gas you up, get around people who do believe in you, get around people who are your cheerleaders. So many people spend time with negative people, toxic people, rude people, and then they're shocked when they're sad. Well, it's kind of like, I love this. Um, I don't know what therapist said it, but they said, I literally will not diagnose people with depression until I say, who are you hanging out with? Are you hanging out with a bunch of jerks? Maybe that's why you're depressed. And I think sometimes people forget that they're like, they don't give themselves a fighting chance because they're surrounding themselves with negative people that eat really bad food for themselves. They don't sleep enough. They don't go out and get any endorphins. They don't get sunlight. They don't laugh. They don't play. They don't whatever. And they're like, I'm depressed. No, you surround yourself with turds. That's your problem. Yeah, that's good. Like that is so true. I love that. Um, and one thing I do encourage is like, you know, when you start doing those things that scare you, then your confidence will grow. Like I, I still, you know, am working on building mine, but like once I started doing those scary things, one of my old lives popped up in my memories the other day, it was like one of my first ones. 
And I remember practicing and practicing and practicing. And you could tell I was so nervous. And I was like, wow, look at me now. Like, (laughs) that was definitely a confidence booster seeing like where I was and where I am now and how like I jump on live, like don't even care and (laughs) just spill my heart out. Like, it's amazing. So that's one thing I encourage them, like do the scary thing. And you know, things will start to change. Yep. No, it's true. And, and also make sure you remain true to yourself, honest with yourself. I always say that because people sometimes, uh, if you want to be confident, quit, quit cheating on yourself. It's not about cheating on other people. A lot of people cheat on themselves. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So. Okay. So I have one more question. So, um, I have a supportive partner. This is more a personal uh, question. Um, but I was, I was able to take off three months during COVID and during that time is when I hit rank six, our team hit rank six. And then I went back to work. I was able to go back part-time instead of full-time, but still our team has not gotten back there since. (laughs) And I know it's because I went back to work. (laughs) So I want to be done completely by the end of this year like how can I convince him to be on board like what should I say because I know I can do this like I saw what happened when I was home full-time but how can I get him to be supportive so (laughs) there's there's two things I always tell people in regards to getting partners on board number one is it's not something you say it's something you do so show him you know, show him the action. And this is going to be hard stuff. Like when he wants to do a date night and you're like, no, no, I have to build this business that when he wants you to snuggle at 11 o'clock at night and you say, no, my business shuts off at 1130. I'm still working because I have to go to work part time. And then I got to tag it on extra hours at the end of the day. I'm working for my dreams. I'm going to show you. Right. Because then it becomes undeniable when the success is there. Uh, my other part of that, though, is you need to be crystal clear with him on what your goals actually are. People don't do that. They assume that he knows. And maybe rank six didn't excite him, but maybe seven, eight, nine, ten will. So showing him the actual projection of your future and where you want to take this might be a lot stronger than just saying, oh, I want to da 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 Like, no, sit him down and say, this is what's happening. I will be making $50,000 a month by this time, blah, blah, blah. You, whether you support me or not, I'm doing it. Right. And just making it very clear. A lot of people won't actually, they think their partner knows. So tell them what's going to happen. And then also set the expectations. Like this means long nights. This means less this, this means more that this means that, 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 whatever it is. So that when he's like, well, why are you doing that? I was hoping you were going to make a chicken pot pie. You're like, screw your chicken pot pie. I have to go live. I told you, I told you. Because then there's, you know, because most people think they're communicating. I would say communicate and then over communicate to the point where you're like, did I communicate that enough? I did. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's good. I I definitely can do that. Show him. (laughs) Can definitely do that. (laughs) Okay. Well, that's, those are pretty much the only questions I had for you. There's any other tidbits you want to throw out before we jump off of here? Um, I would just say, you know, step into your power. You know, you know how good you are. I think sometimes you doubt yourself. So stop that and believe in yourself as much as we believe in you. There's no reason for you not to. Uh, and, and I would say set your goals higher, you know, and then be really, really serious about them. 
because uh, I know we can say, oh, I'm going to do rank this, rank that, whatever, but really believe in that and then see what happens. Because I think if you do that, you're going to have a, a totally different, different results, quite frankly. So that would be my take on that for sure. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. I thank you for jumping on today. I appreciate you too.